This is the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. Oh gosh, by small business owners. I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie and I'm terrified. What is happening right now? If you like and subscribe this podcast and give it five stars, I don't know what we'll do, but it sounds really awesome. Let's get to it, Natalie. Let's get to it. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Oh, hi, Alex. Welcome to the podcast studio. How you doing? I'm doing just spiffy. How are you? I'm doing pretty, pretty, pretty spiffy myself. I was out of town, uh, road tripping through some uh, different parts of America land. All right. Did you uh, see that guy who was just in here? Yeah, his name is uh, Cheddar Ferguson. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah, he gets a little overzealous with the announcing part. So, but we do have to Venmo him fifteen dollars. For the honor of doing our signature. I don't know. He was kind of terrifying. Do I have to pay someone to terrify me? You do have to pay him for maintaining an awesome green head of hair. And it's in the shape of broccoli, folks. So, yes. Yes, you do. Oh, all right, then. Um, so, road tripping around uh, Idaho, right? Did you know that there are sand dunes in southern Idaho? What? Yep. True story. True story. And uh, I'll even post a picture of it so you can see. I thought Idaho was like mountains and And plains. Mountains, plains, and topedos. Well, it turns out it does have plenty of mountains. And yeah, it's it's a high desert. So it doesn't get a ton of rain, uh, but it does get rather cold. And uh, it does snow there on occasion, so, uh, but it doesn't get terribly hot. I mean, during the summers it kind of does, but, you know, it's just a, a much more mellow climate. Anyway. What kind of animals live there? Oh, one of the first encounters with wildlife that I had on one of my hikes was the revered and very rare taco cat. Oh, Yeah, Uh, what's the thing where the word is the same? Uh, Palindrome. Yeah, it's a palindrome uh, kitty cat. And uh, they're very tasty, and they don't like to be pet. So you just got to pick them up and eat them. Did you pick up the taco cat and eat it? I did. In one bite? Two bites. The first bite, it just kind of yowled incessantly. Blood (laughs) got all over the place. Uh, my well, little graphic. troop, yeah, yeah, <laughs> my, my troop was like completely horrified. They're like, you monster, why would you like eat something? And I'm like, it, it's in taco, it, it's in taco form. It's like the perfect flu- food delivery system. So it's just like a taco with legs. Yeah. And like it purrs, but not when you're eating it though. But if you're just petting it, it purrs. Oh, I thought they didn't like to be petted. Yeah. Well, look, you ask the questions. I try to answer them as best as I can. (laughs) Which is not very well. (laughs) Okay, moving on, folks. So, Natalie, how the heck are you doing? 
I am doing well. I am buried in work and I'm barely keeping up. So several months ago, you, and this is not what we're talking, this is not the challenge we're talking about, but just as an aside, you pivoted your business several months ago. I did. And you find yourself busier now than ever. Yes. How much of that do you attribute to your your pivot? I'm going to go with um, 90%. 90%. <laughs> so I think that's I think that's really smart. So for, for those who may not know, Natalie uh, is a web developer, and she pivoted her business to focus on accessibility. Yes. And uh, that's a hot button item right now. And I don't think Natalie could have timed it any better. Uh, it's like I was psychic or something. It's like she was psychic or something. <laughs> so, I mean, that in and of itself is like a whole other discussion. And I'm excited for you because I think within that niche, there's so much opportunity for you to... Oh. Like, I mean, <laughs> folks, this is something that we could make a bunch of different challenges off of. I think Natalie's pivot is going to become my new Alex pet project. Alex is very fired up. <laughs> I'm fired up. He's got to be in his bonnet because of a talk he saw at a conference. Well, it's not because of the talk I saw at the conference. It's just that I recognize that what was discussed in that talk directly applies to what you're doing. Mm, yeah. And in, in very concrete ways. Um, so I'm envious because I don't niche down. I'm very much generally all over well, the place. there's nothing saying that you can't. There's nothing saying that I that I can't, but I don't know where. Yeah, choosing choosing a niche that's the hard part. Yeah, I think. that'll and be a future episode. You know, my business was ten years old before I figured out uh, <laughs> what would be a niche that I would be really interested in. Mm -hmm. So. You're a little bit behind me, right? You're not quite 10 years old yet? Not quite 10 years. Not yeah. quite 10 years. We're, we're getting there, though. I yeah. mean, give us some time. Give us some time. Yeah. All right. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. It is not. But it will be, eventually. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. What was our episode, or what was our... Our challenge is part of our ongoing series of creating an educational product. Do you have to sneeze? <laughs> I was just in heavy agreements with you. Okay. And our challenge for this particular week was to do an outline of the content for our educational product. Sounds right. That checks. All right. Checks out you approve? Nope. <laughs> Did you do it, though? Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. What should we talk about? Like, um, how did you find the process of making an outline? So I think there there's a couple different topics that, uh, you know, because we, we had to generally choose a topic mm -hmm. um, that that we felt really gelled with, with what we know. And yeah. So marketing automation was something that that's really gelled with me mm -hmm. uh, the last few years, and it's something that I've used to help my own business. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I can speak a lot about it, and I speak to a lot of people about automation. So I just went with what I knew, mm 
Mm-hmm. And I start I started thinking about the conversations that I had with folks, like what were the same things that I was coming up with, and this involved me looking at notes that I took of uh, with people that I spoke to. I take notes uh, with every call that that I do, whether it's for the SBDC, uh, Small Business Development Center, or um, you know it, just an organic lead through through uh, through my site. Mm-hmm. So I started collecting as many of those frequently asked questions, and you know for the most part, it, people just the a lot of folks I personally talk to don't know where to start with automation. They don't know they they don't know what they could automate, and it doesn't even have to be something that necessarily generates revenue. It could just be something that improves their experience with your business. So it could be when someone makes a purchase at your store. It could just be like a simple automated email that says, hey, thank you so much for coming by. And, you know, here's a coupon for your next visit or something like that, right? Uh Like something that's just a nice personal touch that says, I appreciate you. If you can find ways to deliver value uh, in other ways, with other types of messaging, that that's a really good opportunity to examine what those opportunities are, like at the point of checkout, uh, after checkout, like after the purchase has been made. How can you automate something of value to that customer, either to give them value or to let them know that you value them? Just going through all of the, the conversations that I had with folks, it really helped to build a number of bullet points, things that I can generally speak about and break down further. So that's that's where I started. So just to summarize that, think about the questions that you're always answering. Think about the conversations that you commonly have with folks that, that you could just talk about all day long uh, regarding the things that you do, the things that you sell, the services that you offer. So that... That's where I got started. And did you, did you like do this in a digital document? Did you do it on pen and paper? Did you start with an outline or a list of questions? Like how did you kind of the. So I started, I started just writing down in my little bullet journal. Mm -hmm. So I just dedicated a page to it. So I would, I would go through my calendar of people that I've talked to, like appointments that I've had. And I identified, did we speak about marketing automation? Did we speak about active campaign? Uh, that's what I'm a reseller, not a reseller, but a certified consultant for. Uh-huh. And I went through my SBDC conversations and started looking at those. And I started writing those down. I started writing down the names of the folks that I had talked to and just really reviewed those notes or thought about the conversations that we had and then just started writing down bullet points, just, okay. just different things. And then, um, I started transferring that to a digital list in preparation for our talk tonight. Mm-hmm. So, so yes. I kept it super simple. Yeah. What about you, Natalie? Um, so I am doing web accessibility for business owners. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> Natalie, you have got to move on this so fast. <laughs> I There's the bee in your bonnet again. See, oh, oh, never people, mind. like if I was wearing a bonnet right now, 
There would be a bee in it stinging my head. I think there would be a whole beehive in it. Okay. I think it would be a beehive bonnet. All right. <laughs> but anyway, so I started by doing a mind map. Mm -hmm. Which is where you draw little bubbles. Like, here are some of the topics I want to cover. And then you draw lines coming out from those. And here's the topics related to that that I also want to cover. Yeah. And then lines coming out from those. Like, oh, yeah, that makes me think of this. And then you get it all out blah, 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 on the paper. And then you can start organizing it, which is what I did. So I did all of that. And uh, I did it all in one color. And then I went back with a second color and did a double outline around the ones that I thought would be like main sections okay. of the content and then kind of organized the bubbles that came off of those into the sections of my outline. Nice. Yeah, so very different from what you did, but everybody likes to do things a different way. Well, you definitely do things prettier than I do. I am just like <laughs> oh, my, my black pen <laughs> to journal and chicken scratch. That's it. Um, so, in in coming up with the list, do you th was it easy for you to figure out like the different points that you wanted to cover? Were there things that you said, oh? This seems interesting, but I'm not going to include it. Like, was there a lot of that deciding what to include and what not to include? So, the, if I sit down and write, like, a bulleted list or, like, an outline list, I will have those kinds of things. And I went with a mind map this time because I never feel that kind of constraint. Like, basically everything that pops into my head goes onto the paper. If it relates to a bubble that's already there then I connect them. If not, I just put a bubble, like a new unconnected bubble in an empty space on the page yeah. <laughs> and just Smart. kind of blow a lot. And you need a really big piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a big enough piece. I ran out of room, but yeah. And, and you just kind of, um, start going fast and furious, like, Oh my gosh. And this, and this, and this, and this, mm -hmm. and, you know, very roughly organizing it, like just connecting, um, related topics and then once it's all out there, then you can kind of look at it and figure out different ways of organizing it. Well, I'll tell you right now, I would sign up for your course. Oh, thanks. And I actually want to use it at the SBDC. Oh, fancy. In fact, you see, folks, it, sometimes the things that we talk about just kind of lead to different like thoughts around business, different business ideas in, in ways that you can collaborate with your colleagues and your friends. Like... Because I have exposure with a lot of people at the SBDC, a lot of business owners specifically, you know, I talk to them about different kinds of things. And slowly, accessibility has begun to work its way into the conversation. Yeah. What I could do is take Natalie's course and then talk to the director at my SBDC and say, hey, here's some really great content that I think we should provide our our, our clients, because then that's something that we can share with our clients and Natalie gets business. Of course, I cannot profit from that. You know, I'm just trying to do a good service to our local business owners, but it'd be a conflict of interest for me to, you know, get any sort of reimbursement or, or incentive to, to sell that. But I think that that's a really great way that you can support your your, your friends and colleagues who run a business too. Like if they produce something that you believe in, you know, this educational product I think would be really great. But no pressure. 
well, no, you have a lot of pressure. Yeah, I have a lot of pressure. (laughs) Like, it's just so maddening to me because, like, you just have all the pieces right there. And it's up to you to make a move. That's it. That is literally it. And (laughs) I know a lot of folks are like, well, that's just the way life is. Well, yes and no. Sometimes opportunity is like looking you in the face and asking you to touch it. Okay, that. Wow. Okay, that's that sounds creepy. weird. That, I think that's the opportunity creepy. was so creepy. Opportunity has never been this creepy. <laughs> um, okay, maybe I'll dispense with the <laughs> with the analogies and all that stuff. Uh, anyway, so that sounds like a really interesting product. I I know for me, like just bullet pointing things, listing it out. You know, why don't I share some of those very things? So. I think a big part of um, before you even get started, you need to identify what your value is oh. uh, as as a business, as someone selling a product or a service. What is that specific value to someone? You know, like maybe they're happy when they buy something from you, but why? Like, what value does that provide them? You know, at, at that at the point of purchase, after the purchase, identifying that, and then trying to figure out like who are the people who work with you like who are the different types of customers that you have what are your what are the different personas that you're that you're working with and then like i was saying earlier identifying points in the relationship from start to finish where you can automate some level of communication some level of value at what different touch points can you automate that process and ensure that, uh, you know, ensure that everything is smooth for your customer. They're having a positive experience with your business. And you can think of that in a few different ways. You know, it could be transactional. It could be just something of value, you know, like delivering a coupon on someone's birthday, for instance, Mm -hmm. you can automate that or like handwritten cards. You can automate that too. You can automate handwritten cards. You can. So there, there are services out there that handwrite oh, cards. You're not going to handwrite it yourself. No, I'm going to make someone else handwrite it. <laughs> but it, it'll be handwritten nonetheless. Okay, I get it. Like if someone says to me, hey, I love the fact that you put a little star above all of your eyes. And I'll just nod my head and say, yes, I didn't do that. Hmm. Look. You you all get the point though, right? There, so yeah. just going through identifying what those touch points are, where you can provide more value, deliver greater efficiency, and improve the customer experience. So yeah. you, you can track that all the way down. Make the line. someone feel special for Make, having done business with you. Because you know, at the end of the day, don't you just want to give a hug to everyone that has trusted you with their business? Yeah, that's a very important thing. Yeah, I mean, ultimately. As a, as a business owner, I think it's really important to demonstrate that how, how much you care about the folks who help make your life possible day to day. Who pay your bills, basically. Yeah, yeah precisely. <laughs> and buy your groceries. Darn tootin'. Put gas in your car. Put what in your car? Gas. That's right. So. Did you want me to say petrol? Nope. <laughs> anyway, so that's. Uh, that's kind of what I did. That's what you did. Yeah, we did it. Go Good us. job, buddy. 
Good job, Natalie. All right, you ready to talk about what we're doing next with our educational products? Yep. Why don't you Why don't you bring it into us, Natalie? All right. So this week, now that we have our topic and we have our outline, mm-hmm. now we are going to do two things this week: a two-part challenge. Choose a title for your product and choose a format. So for the title, give it a snippy, snappy, fancy name that people will remember. Yeah. Ten ways to eat a taco cat. Nine of them will kill you. (laughs) Sign up to find out which one won't. 30 days to easy marketing automation. Bam. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really good one. So, Well, uh, that was a little bit lame. It might need a little bit. Of, you might want to workshop that a little. Right. But the, the, but the point is clear, though. It just makes something simple that speaks to a very your specific audience. need, your yeah. audience, what it is that would help them. And, you know, it, yeah. Opportunities are all over the place. They really are. They are. So. And don't get too, like, long or fancy or cutesy with your title. It should be pretty straightforward, pretty clear what's on offer. Easy does it. Don't make people think. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. The giraffe and Socrates. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I don't know. I was just winking at it. I'm scared. Well, you know, think about it like the FedEx logo. Like, how long did it take you before you realized that there was an arrow in it? And a spoon. And a spoon. That's right. (laughs) How long? I mean, years, probably. Yeah. Years. I probably saw that for years before I... And it was right there looking you in the face the whole time. Right there. One of the most effective scams is that, that DNS... Registry that that I complained about several episodes ago. Oh no! They they steal your money by asking you for it. Yeah. Talk about simple. (laughs) Talk about simple. Literally, that is what they do. Give us your money. Give us your money, and people do it. (laughs) Oh my word! So, with that said. You've got your marching orders. You know what to do. Well, we only talked about the title. We didn't talk about the format. Well. You also need a format. Yeah. So, look, are you going to make this like an e-course? Are you going to make it an email course, educational Mm -hmm. product, email delivered, drip campaign? Are you going to make it a webinar? Are you going to make it a webinar where you get on your computer and you share your knowledge with a bunch of people? Are you going to make it a video? Are you going to make it a glitter bomb? I don't think that's a thing. Okay. Or maybe... It could be po- a podcast episode or a series of podcasts. Episodes. It could be a lunch and learn at your favorite co-working space. It could. It could be a, an in-person workshop or seminar that you might do as part of a um, conference or just on its own. Mm-hmm. It could be... Did we say ebook already? We did not say ebook. Yeah, it could be an ebook, Or it could be a print book if, you, if you're in the mood. I mean, there's the print mood. on demand, too. Yeah. Skyhorse Publishing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Okay. Yeah. It could be uh, an audio book. 
could be an audiobook. Yeah. And I mean, like, even within those, there's all different kinds of things, right? It could be, it could be, um, oh, I see these, they're very tempting for me. Kit, like a kit to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, a, I love a kit. Yeah, you do. You've got like an annual planning kit. <laughs> you've got a you, kit of worksheets you've and got, exercises. Natalie, your, and... your apartment, your place is built on kits. <laughs> I know. This is, you were, <sighs> I love, like, the ultimate marketing automation toolkit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That is it's... the kind of thing I just love. That's... I always want... I'm always like, here, take my money. Oh, it's an ultimate toolkit. Well, okay, so... <laughs> you're you're, you're going to help me help myself. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you... Yeah. You, personally. Me you personally, Well, yes. okay, maybe not you personally, but you, uh, theoretically are exactly the person that I want to sign up for my course. Yes, because I don't know anything about marketing automation. And, and the thing is, Natalie, if you if you did some marketing automation, just some, you would increase your annual revenue by 10 to 20% easily, straight up. But I don't know how to do it, Alex. Can you make me an ultimate <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it for me? <laughs> yes, and I'll do it for free. Um, but but I'm being serious though. Like someone that has the demand that you have with the skills that you have, if you created automations around very specific parts of your business, like from just just the friendly touch points with people who haven't decided to folks who have decided they are making a decision. There's ways that you can keep them engaged with the work that you're doing for them mm. and give them value so that, you know, you become irreplaceable. You're not just a vendor. You're, you're irreplaceable to them. And, oh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, 10 to 20% or likely a lot more. That's impressive. And, that, and, and that, that needs to go on your sales page. That, and that's no bullshit. It, it, I believe you. Like, Natalie, if we sat down right now <laughs> and we went through all the projects you've worked on with people, people who you don't work with anymore, mm-hmm. like, from that we could get you more people. It just, it's it's insane. <sighs> you see, this type of stuff You're right really here makes me very excited. Yes, because... That's good. Well... So I realized I asked you to help me help myself. So what are the things that you would look for? What what would you want to know from a marketing automation educational product? Make well, it into a kit? Yes, a kit. What does With, that mean to you? Um, that it's got like um, exercises and worksheets for me to do. What kinds of things can I automate? Because I have no idea. I mean, I know you've said some while we're recording this, but... Like, just left to my own devices, I would just be like, I don't know. So to give a few intros and then have a little worksheet where you fill it in with, like, ten ideas of things you could automate. And then just to, like, step you through the process that way with little worksheets and, um, you know, maybe email templates or, like, landing page templates or, like, you know, like some examples of actual tools that you would use. Like, all packaged up and ready for you to use. That sounds hard. 
<laughs> no, but but I do see the value in that, like being able to put together some basic but polished videos that kind of step through some key components, having worksheets to help you work through some of the content. Like that is a really huge stumbling block for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I think about the things that I think about all day? How yeah. do I communicate that to people who would find that compelling to them? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then ideas for like platforms to use or tools to use. Cause I have no idea. Yeah. And... Oh, this is this is so good. You're going to be my poster child. You're going to say, <laughs> I increased my... You're going to be my poster child. No, you're going to be my poster child because you're <laughs> going to be, be like, each with Axe's email marketing automation toolkit, I increased my business by 45 million percent. <laughs> then then not a little, our... little asterisk, results not typical. <laughs> 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 Oh man, there! Uh, it just reminds me of this commercial that that I see on TV these days. It, it I won't talk about it, but it, <laughs> but there there's something that says uh, products not fully tested or like medic claims have not been medically verified. Results not typical. Oh no! It, it's, that just sounds like a scam. <laughs> it is, and the thing is, is they roped in like a bunch of like X. Uh, professional sports stars. Oh no! Like Frank Thomas, Andy Van Slyke, and I was like, I thought he was dead, <laughs> but, he's, oh, no. but he's still alive. And like Doug Flutie, as like the Canadian football guy. Yeah, that guy too. Wow. Anyway, are we gonna have a challenge to get a celebrity endorsement for your educational? Product? I have to tell you, um, <laughs> that would be extra credit. Yeah, extra credit. Now you you laugh at that. So my my neighbor's daughter, she wrote a book called The Power of the Penny. Okay. And this is something that has been, yeah, you know, like tons of teachers all through the U.S. Uh, have read the book to their kids, uh, to their students. Oh wow! Okay. And it has the endorsement of Stephen Tyler. Uh, yeah, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. No joke. And she told me about it, and I was like, she she must be full of it. And then I ate my own words several minutes later when I looked it up on YouTube, and I saw Steven Tyler there talking about the power of the penny. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it, it's insane. So, anyway, we got okay. off the rails there. I we, got off the rails. We got off the rails a little bit. Oh, I did want to say one more thing about choosing a format. Okay. That you have your outline and there's nothing saying that you couldn't use that same outline and repurpose it into two, three, four, five different formats out of the ones that we mentioned. For this challenge, you just have to pick one. You know who's a big fan of repurposing? Me. (laughs) Purpose your content, people. That's like on my my tombstone one day, the words are going to be etched in it. What do you think? Repurpose your content? No. Don't touch my shit. And then but followed by repurpose dead. your content. Still don't want people to touch it. I'll say you just cussed on the podcast. <sighs> I was going... It, I broke the chain. I was going like a good... Don't edit this out. Yeah. I was going for a good long while. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Even through all the episodes where I didn't cuss, we still have that parental advisory. Yeah, because it's on the series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I'm just saying, I was good for a time, and maybe that's the reason why we don't get the love that we should, is because... <laughs> because people are offended by your salty language. <laughs> I think they're offended. They're offended by you. By me? What did I do? You're, you're, the, mo- you're the most foul and obtuse host there is. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> so... You got your marching orders. Do the thing. Title and format. Title and format. Uh, Natalie, um, tell tell the people all the stuff. I feel like we shouldn't even tell you guys anymore about... But we might have new listeners. We might have new listeners. Welcome, new listeners. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Titcher, Spotify, iTunes. No, it's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, all the good ones. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are at Do Weekly Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you would like to check out our website for show notes and how to get in touch with us, that is doweeklypodcast.com, kindly hosted by Pantheon. Wow. Well done. It's like I'm a professional. You are a professional. And so am I too here. I am. <laughs> For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. And I'm Natalie Mackleys. We're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Mm-hmm.